All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of College Football Sunday. I'm Steve. With me always is Taz. Yo. All right, everybody. We're going to go ahead and get into our Week 7 preview show. We're on the backside of the season now. Backside, man. It's downhill from here. Man, you ain't lying. It took forever to get here. We finally get here. And now we're already halfway done with yeah. it. Now we're on the backside. Still not any clarity. <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. Oh, it is going to be where, so... Mm-mm. Like we talked about before, I mean, everybody looks vulnerable. Nobody looks dominant, dominant. No, no. I mean, there's still a few teams that I think has just more depth than others. Yeah. You know, it's kind of helping sustain. I mean, when injuries happen and stuff like that. But there's some, if you get injuries, it's yeah. over. <laughs> it can change your whole season real yep. quickly. Yes, sir. It's all right. This week, I think it's going to be a top 25 shakeup. These, whoever's in the top 25, looks lot. like. Yeah. It ain't gonna look like this next week. This is a, this is a, this is a, a big week for a lot of teams right here. Oh yeah, we actually have six rank versus rank games, right? And not just um, conference game, but division games. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this puts your game uh, two two games behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Division. Yep. Yeah. And that's what we talk about. Like this is when it really does start to get good because now all the cupcake games are gone for the most part. All the non-conference games are gone for the most part. Right. Now it's let's line them up. Now you see, okay, this team's undefeated. That one's well, they. It's time for everybody to play each other now. Right, week to week, yes, sir. All right, so we'll go through like we said. We'll do the, some noon games, some three thirty games, and then some seven to eight o'clock games. Shoot. We will first game coming on at noon is number ten five and zero Penn State at number five six and zero Michigan. You know, Penn State for the most part it hadn't really been talked about. No, you know, for the most part, I mean, there's there's some heads that, that understand football and watch Penn State, but really they hadn't been the, the team to talk about. They've been, you know, Michigan's been talked about, Ohio State, of course, um, from that division. Illinois's been getting some talk now. Oh yeah, you know, uh, in the division, but Penn State just been like, okay, this is uh, another team in the conference. It, you know, most people are thinking, hey, uh, Ohio State's probably gonna wrap it up, but they, so they've kind of been under the radar a little bit. Yeah, but they just kind of been moving along. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they played at Purdue, which I think they should have lost that game at the beginning of the year. But did you see the Northwestern game? They won 17-7 against Northwestern. I know, man. I know. It's kind of hard to say because it it could be one of those cases where Northwestern's inconsistent also. They up and down. They may show up this week, that week. But it could be one of those cases where Northwestern kind of showed up and Penn State didn't. Yeah, it was a bad weather game. Right. And Penn State had five turnovers in that game. And one. Yeah, and one. Four fumbles and a pick. Mm. And seven penalties for 55 yards. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're coming off a bye week. Right. So, they've had time to prepare for this game. Mm-hmm. They have. So, I think they'll do pretty well against Michigan. I don't think they'll beat Michigan, but I think they'll play pretty well against them. Right. Mike Hart. We all see what happened to him last right, week. Right, I hadn't, you know, really got heard anything as far as an update or anything. You know, um, as far as running tests and things of that that nature. Yeah, he's um, he's back in Ann Arbor and he's hoping to be back to the sideline fairly soon. But right. he ended up suffering a seizure in last week's game on the sideline, so right. had to be a scary moment for the team and everything. Of course, but that's one I, you know, I'm quite sure, you know, don't rush him back. All this stuff is going on, man. Oh, yeah. Um, Got to get your health right. Definitely, man. And make sure everything's <laughs> cool. I mean, it can be one thing, but something else could have been affecting the process. So, mm-hmm. good rooting for Mike to get back, but uh, don't rush it. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Another game we got coming on at noon. Oh, I was about to say one of our surprise teams. Now, they've been a surprise, but they wasn't one of the teams we picked as a surprise. Right. Number 19, Kansas at Oklahoma. Hmm. Interesting. You know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, watching that game last week with Kansas. Yeah. It wasn't that much of a drop off from the quarterback position. No, and they said that Daniels ain't going to play this week. Right. I just read that earlier. Right. So they said he's out. So it's that kid, that bean kid. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they, they have confidence in him. They saw what he can do. Yeah. I mean, like we say, he put up 28 points, had four touchdowns. Right. He did in the second half. So, I mean, I think, I think he can come out and ain't like Oklahoma defense been stopping anybody. No. And who knows, man, as far as the confidence being hit. Mm-hmm. You know that that was that was a shellacking right now, taking the behind the woodshed. Oh yeah, right yeah. And it doesn't look like that Dylan Gabriel is probably going to be back either. Right. So I mean, they're going slow and not rush to to pushing him back. Right. Right. So right now, I think they're really you know they're vulnerable right now. Mm-hmm. I know they got it's a sh- I would say short week because of course <laughs> they're not practicing, probably doing film and things like like that on like Monday, Tuesday or something, but. Just mentally, yeah, getting back in the game. Yeah, they got they got a lot of room to a lot to make up. Right, they do. I mean, just then, I know they got to get their players in, and I trust Brent Venables, mm-hmm. but man, like they still, and maybe it is, maybe it's a system. I mean, I'm sure this system isn't a very simple system. I'm pretty sure it's a very complex system. Right. So, I mean, you can just see players out of place. You know, not where yeah, that's the thing is like, uh, does it go back to the um, the board and just try to simplify a little more? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because you know, you know, that's football. If you know what you're doing, you play faster. Oh yeah. If you don't know what you're doing, you just kind of, yep. you know, roaming around space out there. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be out there thinking too right. much. You don't. You want to be more reacting on, especially on the defensive side. Definitely. So another game we got here is four and one Minnesota at number twenty four Illinois five mm. and one. Yeah. There's another team. I, I watched Mich- uh, Minnesota week to week. You, yeah. don't know, you don't know what team you're going to get. Yeah, the one thing they do got going for them, though, is that their running back's coming back. Now, Ibrahim, or right. however you say his name, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be back for that game. So they've really been missing him lately. Right, and Illinois coming off another win. I mean, a tough one. Mm-hmm. You know, but hey, that's you're gonna have games like that. Oh yeah, yeah, and they can grind it out with the best of them. Of course, and you just figuring out how to win. Yeah, and that running back Bielema is turning him into the next Bielema back. Right. I mean, he's known. <laughs> I mean, because he's a, he's an offensive line guy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, as long as that offensive line is showing up and guys, you know, can run the ball, yeah, yeah put up good numbers in the system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Chase Brown has 879 yards. So, against Minnesota, he'll be another 1,000-yard back that Bielema's must had. Right. He right. will, which he's had one every year except for one year while he was at Arkansas. And that's good. Not only good for, you know, the division, but it's good for Illinois. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, Illinois, I think, is, a, of course, we talked about it before, is an awesome place to recruit. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of players out there. I mean, mm-hmm. but just for them to be back in the conversation. Yeah, you're right there. You're close to St. Louis mm-hmm. and, and Missouri and stuff like that, right. which they're pumping out a lot of great kids out of, out of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And then you're right there also, too. You can recruit the Chicago area. Right. You have Big Ten country. Right. You know, the Michigan kids, Ohio kids, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you got like the whole that. country. Yeah. yeah. You have a lot of opportunity to really turn around. And mm-hmm. Bielema has proven that you can do it. Of course. <laughs> trust, trust me. When They knew. They knew when he came back to the conference that he was going to be something to reckon with. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so then we'll get on to the three thirty games. First one that we're going to talk about here is Vandy at Georgia. Vandy, Georgia. Vandy, Vandy still had something to play for. Yep. You How know? many points can Vandy get in this game? Right. That's that's interesting because. It depends. I think it depends how the game goes. Yeah. Because if Georgia is not playing to their potential, mm-hmm. I know it's Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt's playing solid. But if they're still kind of struggle mode, like maybe a Kent State game, yeah. I don't think Vandy put up many points. No. Uh, uh, but if Georgia tends to jump on the early, blow them out, I, I would say becoming a blowout. Yeah. Pull their starters and Vandy keep playing, they can put up 20 yeah. Do you think I think too, I think what kind of helps and hurts Vandy and and point scoring, we're, they're they're not gonna win the game. So y'all don't worry about that. We're not talking about Vandy it's winning the game. Kent State had an uh, opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So, <they. laughs> so I mean we're not talking about them winning the game actually, right. but with the old miss game where they was up at the half, right. I think that might actually catch the attention of the Georgia players to be like, Hey, hold on. Maybe this isn't regular old Vandy because usually they would probably would look down and be like, oh, pff, Vandy, yeah. okay. Now I'll tell you, you know. what can be a surprise. I, I'm quite sure George is probably preparing for it, mm. but if uh, Vandy decides to run a two quarterback system, yeah, yeah, we haven't seen that other quarterback come back. No, yet. the camera, you know, panned on him last yeah. game and uh, on the sideline. Of course, you can tell he, he wants to play, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the coach thinks they have a better chance of winning. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think. It is, but I mean that kid was really exciting when he was playing. I mean, yeah, he played I mean, that one bad game. If and, you can, if you can, you know, scheme some plays for him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you like know, short downer situation. Right, so the first thing, first thing is going to happen if you come in the game, they're going to immediately think run. Exactly. So right there, play action. Right. There's a, there's some opportunity to yep. kind of implement some some plays in there for him. Mm-hmm. Get him out in space, roll him out, right. see what he can do. If he gets in space, he's dangerous. Oh yeah. So here's another game coming on at three thirty. Number three, Alabama at number six, Tennessee. Right. Well, it's, it's wait and see mode right now. <laughs> oh, you got to pay a pretty penny if you want them seats. I just right. looked at them earlier and they said tickets were starting about three fifty. Right. They're sitting in the nosebleed. So they man, they 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 pump for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So can Tennessee attack Alabama's secondary? It could. They could. This is the thing though. It, it depends how much. It depends if Bryce Young's back. Yeah, and they're saying I, I read Saban hope that hopes that he'll be right. back. It looks more like a day to day type deal. And see, that's the thing too is if you're Alabama, you got to make a decision at the beginning. You know, right. you can't say that I'm gonna give this other kid a chance, and then now we're down 14 or whatever against Tennessee. Okay, well, let's throw Bryce out there and see what he can do. Now, I think if Bryce is is able to go, he he's starting. Yeah, right see, on top. Yeah, because I don't think you can wait or hesitate. Nah, nah, nah. He he won't be emergency. I mean, of course, last game with that being the first game after the injury. Well, yeah, kind of course. stood that one. Yeah. Um, but this one, nah, nah. nah. If he's you know seventy percent, I mm-hmm. think he go. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Because Tennessee still doesn't have the, that wide receiver that they lost. I'm not sure. I know he's trying to come back, but I'm not sure. I don't think he'll be back for this game. Right. And that incident also this past week, after the game, actually, the safety was arrested. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> right. for domestic violence or something. Right, right. Or I, don't, I just noticed that he, he was arrested. He most likely won't be there. Yeah, more than likely he ain't going to make the trip right. or <laughs> suit up for the home guy. Right. 
<laughs> now, what? How vulnerable could Tennessee be if Hendon Hooker gets hurt? Oh, very vulnerable. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, that injury on him, but no. But yeah, very vulnerable because I mean, this is a guy that's been in the system a couple of years mm-hmm. and a guy that's matured in most of them. He was twenty five, something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's 24, <laughs> 24, 25. 24, 25. Yeah, he'll turn yeah. 25, I think, before yeah, the end so of the year. You'll probably get a guy in there that, uh, what was the guy? Didn't, didn't they have Milton at one point backing him up? Uh, They did. I'm not sure if he's still yeah, I'm there. I'm not sure if he's there. But that's what I'm My point is, those are, for the most part, the only two guys I saw take reps. Yeah. So meaning, he's having a great year this year. Right, right. And uh, that system, I mean, it's fast paced, catch you out. You know, out of position type deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it can happen. You know, but the the key I think for Bama and I, what they're looking to do is to run their offense. Depends if they have Bryce or not. Control the clock. Keep their offense on the sideline. Yeah, hopefully they'll <laughs> have a better game plan and ideal than what LSU right. Because had I mean, their Tennessee's defense playing good, but it ain't, it ain't lights out. No, and I mean he's completing seventy percent of his passes. Mm-hmm. He has fourteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns and no interceptions. Right. So, I mean, he's having an outstanding year. Right. And this could be one of those games that if he is or can be a Heisman dark horse. Kind of catapult him. Here you go. Yeah. Go can. four touchdowns against Alabama and beat him. Right. It can happen. And, and a mobile quarterback. Yeah, because they've lost, I want to say it was 14, 15 straight now, right. Tennessee has. Right. So, if you want to get your name in the Heisman hunt, this is an opportunity right here. Right. And he has plenty of opportunities in front of him, too. Right. He does. He has Georgia. playing Alabama, still plays Georgia. Right. So, I mean, he's going to play two of the top teams in the country. Mm-hmm. And this is what we talked about before with Hypel turning it around is it's going to be a little, little more harder and difficult for him because his, all, his crossover game is Alabama, and he always has to play Georgia. Yeah, you got both of them every year. Yeah, so he's got yeah. two of the top three teams in the country every year. Right. So, and hopefully he don't fall into that, like the less miles situation. You average going ten and two, mm-hmm. and you can't beat Alabama, so they fire. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like every like anybody's just everybody's beating Alabama. Right. I mean, they're the same position as Auburn. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because Auburn <laughs> has to play Alabama and Georgia every year, too. Right. Well, that's one another. That should be a really good game. I'm hoping it's a good game. Now, see, this is the thing. I think so. I didn't think the A&M-Alabama game would be good, and it was down to the last play. Now, this is a game I'm hoping yeah. that would be good but, and watch. Somebody's going to blow this thing out by the half. Well, the thing was, it was the, the, it was the Bryce Young factor. That's true. If Bryce <laughs> Young would have been there, I don't think that no. game would have been closed. Not at all. Mm-mm. But it's it's the fact that it just depends if he's gonna play or not. Yeah. So we'll have to yeah. see if Bryce Young suits up for this one. Something tells me he will. Most likely. I would it say. Is. Yeah. If I was a betting man, which I am, uh-huh. but <laughs> I I would have to say probably Bryce Young will be back. But like I said, that second day for Alabama, I'm not impressed with. I mean, look what Quinn Ears did against them. He got whatever right. he wanted. Right. Quinn, he did. Quinn did a, a jack, uh, jacked up job on him. So does George or Alabama make another one of those questionable hits on the quarterback and see if they can take Hooker out? Well, I'm not sure, like but this did. this is a, this is another key also though. I mean, because you got to consider Tennessee in their scheme mm. will it hold up against the Alabama defensive line? Yeah, for the entire game. That's that's a that's, that's a, a big point too. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I mean. 
Texas is did pretty well, and yeah. I think Tennessee but might I mean, be better than Texas. Yeah, not not to not to make any excuses or anything, but sometimes playing those early games, mm. it's kind of hard to to judge it. You yeah. know, because the whole offseason they scheme for you. Yeah, pretty much. You know, the whole summer is mm-hmm. just for this game. Yeah, and you know, and if you don't really, and that, well, it was the second game, so neither team really even showed much anyway. No. So it's you know those week one twos kind of hard to, to to judge yeah you know because they scheme for you the whole off season just for you and of course you have an inside guy over there Texas that you know coach against Alabama yeah every day scrimmage gets them so oh yeah so yeah hopefully like I said I hope that's really turns out to live up to the hype I think it'll be a good game regardless. yeah I do too yeah and I don't think the point spread is that wide either in this game yeah. When I was looking at it earlier, I mean, considering seven and a half, considering that's fair. like I said, I didn't check all their games, but considering that the Florida game was close, five yeah. point game, if you can kind of keep their offense on the sideline, mm-hmm. you got a better opportunity. Yeah, and I think players. Alabama will run the ball pretty well. All right. all right, so another one we got here is two five and O teams again. Number eight Oklahoma State and number thirteen TCU. We know. <laughs> I, I'm just kind of throwing this out there. The older, the over under, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where that's got to be pretty pretty I'm, high. I'm if shooting I had to guess. about seventy, yeah, seventy the plus sixty eight and a half, sixty eight and a half. Yep. So I'm 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 looking seventy. Oh yeah, Easy. TCU a four point favorite in that game, right? At the moment, right? We we've seen TCU, you know, in action a few times with some offenses that can put up points, mm-hmm. and their defense, you know. And give up points. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they do it on both sides. Right. And I think that's going to be a really high-scoring game, too. Should be pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, three and a half. They moved it to three and a half. TCU's right. a three and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, they got him at home. Right. But that Max Duggan, I mean, he's turned out to be pretty damn good this year. Yeah. Yeah. 1,300 yards, 14 touchdowns, one pick. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Good stats. Yeah. Huh? That's a good stats and, and a winning team. That's the thing. You yeah, You put them up and I... Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's doing it when they need it. Right. <laughs> and then old Spencer Sanders, who's there for his 12th year. Right. <laughs> what, what's his stats look like? His stats this year, uh, 61.5% completion percentage, mm-hmm. 1,400 yards, 1,394. So we'll say 1,400 yeah. yards, 12 touchdowns, and two picks. So for the most part, he's been protecting the ball also. Yeah, and, and he also has six rushing touchdowns. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been doing really well in that, too. And that's the thing, too. He's been protecting the ball. Right. Because that's what we always talked about in the past. I I would like to cheer for him, but I'm just – I don't trust him not to turn the ball over. And this year he's having his best year passing. Yeah. Which yeah. he should because this is, like I said, 12th year in the system. Yeah. And key <laughs> moments is just, you know, just don't force it. And, you know, some, yeah. sometimes, you know, you know, the stats can be skewed. Just take what they give you. That's What's ever wrong with that? Like, I heard, a, I heard a, a, a coach say one time, they say, you never go broke if you make a deposit in the bank. Right. And that's that's checking it down. Mm-hmm. Check it down. Deposit the mm-hmm. check. You know, let let the kid get the ball and see what he can do with so, it in space. It's okay to get positive. I mean, you know, check it down. Yeah. Right. Every possession should end in a kick, either a punt or a field goal. Right, shouldn't be a turnover or a pick. Or no, yeah. shouldn't be a fumble, shouldn't be an interception. Every possession needs to end with a kick. And that's something that I think that 
Oklahoma State's done a lot better this year is not turning the ball over. Right. Right. Their defense is kind of came back to how it used to be since they lost their defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I mean, their average giving up 423 yards a game. Mm. So that's about where they used to be. Right. And But in TCU, like you said, high power, averaging 530 yards a game. And both of these teams average. That's so funny. The, over, the over-under 68 and a half, mm-hmm. both teams are average 46.4 points a right. game. I think it's going to be hard to 68. <laughs> Man, this is so crazy. Oklahoma State averages giving up 24.8. TCU average giving up 23.8. Mm, similar. Very similar. Yeah. Same, similar type of offense. <laughs> Quarterbacks not turning the ball over. Converting on plays on third downs. I mean, this should be this should be a really good game. Shootout. Yeah, and it's crazy because a lot of people will miss this game because the Alabama-Tennessee game will be on at the same right. time. Right. So what y'all got to do is get those multiple TVs like I got. Right. And you watch it all at the same time. There you go. <laughs> now, here goes another one that we got at 3.30. Another ranked versus ranked game. Mm-hmm. We got 5-1 and one, NC State at undefeated 5-0, and oh, number 18, Syracuse. Mm, and they're at Syracuse in the at, dome. Yeah, the carrier dome. Yeah, it's going to be uh... <sighs> a hard place to play. Yeah, it's even gonna be harder if your quarterback's not available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they said that he probably they don't know when he's coming back. That yes. Larry. Yeah, they don't know when. So he's I don't coming know back. if if that guy was just an emergency guy or did they. I'm quite sure they have other guys on the roster that kind of went through spring and stuff at quarterback. Man. But you gotta have somebody at least to attempt throwing it. Yeah, and that's the crazy part. I read about that kid that replaced him, mm-hmm. and. Uh, at the FCS level, he had games where he threw for 400, 450 yards. Right. I mean. The only other just, thing I can think, dude, is just, which would be weird, is that, you know, the star just got all the reps. Yeah. I mean, that's that's got to be about the only thing. And I'm not, like I said, I think FSU's defense played a damn good game last week. Definitely. But I don't think to the point where a quarterback takes one pass attempt in a quarter. And you pretty much know they're going <laughs> to run the ball. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they played great. I, I 100% will give them mm-hmm. that. They played a great game defensively. Right. But like I said, not enough to where a quarterback – who's not like a true freshman, first college game. I mean, this is a transfer from the FCS level. Like I said, that had thrown for 400, 450 yards in games right. at the FCS level. And I, I get the talent's different and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I mean, to not not even try. Yeah, man. Not yeah. trust what you see or yeah. this point on, you better. rolling. Yeah, you better, you better at least attempt to, to toss it. Yeah, I mean, at least give it a shot, you mm-hmm. know? And this might be the battle of backup quarterbacks because I was also reading that they don't know if DeVito. Syracuse's quarterback's going to be playing. Yeah, that DeVito, right? Yeah, yeah. they're saying that he might be out in this game. Mm. So, I mean, this might be the battle of backups. Right, <laughs> run game versus defense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're going to end up doing. But, uh, well, mm, damn, who does have the better run game? Cause Syracuse is doing pretty well running the ball this year, right. and they're they're looking all right. Let's see what we got here. Rushing yards: Syracuse 190, mm-hmm. NC State 141. Mm. So, and they got a really good running back. Right. They do. Syracuse does. Mm-hmm. That um, yeah, Sean Tucker. Mm-hmm. 
He's having a really good year. 110 attempts, 546 yards, and five touchdowns. Okay. And they have a couple of backs that they run out of the backfield. So, mm-hmm. And he's just a sophomore. So, I think if I – oof, man. Who you got on that one, Taz? Um, bad of backups. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you what. Although NC State didn't play well, I guess offensive-wise, moving the ball, their defense mm-hmm. actually played pretty well. Yeah. Unless I would say defense, you know, get some turnovers and score. Syracuse may have the edge at home. Yeah, and then yeah. the crazy part is they get Clemson next week. Right. So that's going to be really interesting. But so mm-hmm. they go undefeated and then got to go to Syracuse. Right. So another game that we got here in this slot that I thought I'd bring up because I thought it was pretty interesting. James Madison, 5 and 0, number 25 in the country. Goes to Georgia Southern, their 10 and a half point favorite. Can they get the job done again and keep on keeping on? I tell you what, it's one of those teams that nobody want to play. No, uh-uh. Oh, it's circle. Even though it's James Madison, it's circle. Mm-hmm. So they, they know about him. They heard about him. Oh, yeah. And if you ain't, you're going to. Definitely. <laughs> so. now, and that's why I said this is the one thing I hope, because like I said, they're in their second year of transition into the Division One that they're not eligible to win the division or the conference or go to a bowl game. So right now they're 25, mm-hmm. right? Cincinnati's ranked a little bit ahead of them. I think Cincinnati's like 21st right. in the country. right. James Madison could actually be the highest ranked group of five school right. and not go to a New Year's Six. Mm-hmm. So would the NCAA finally do something worth doing and give them some kind of waiver? Who knows? I mean, you're talking about NCAA. Yeah. Yeah, the last game they play is against Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is playing pretty well right now, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're 6-0, Coastal Carolina is. But, so you can let them play that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, what if this is two 11-0 teams when they play each other at the last of the year? And they win, and they're 12-0. Right. I mean, Give them the waiver. Yeah, but you're going to bank on the NCAA? Uh, no, but I know what they should do. No, they may mention uh, we're looking into it or something like that. But. Yeah, but, like, let them... Come, what what have they proven that, I mean, that they shouldn't be eligible? Because they've played a legit yeah. group of five schedule. I mean, look at it. Let's see. They beat Middle Tennessee State, their first one. Mm. They play one, quote-unquote, cupcake game, mm-hmm. like everybody else in college football does, yeah. in North Fork State. They went two App State and one. Yeah. The was, Cinderella's of September. Uh, that was a big one. <laughs> yeah. Then they beat the brakes off of Texas State, handled Arkansas State. Now they'll get Georgia State. They get Marshall. Now look at this. They got at Louisville November 5th. Mm. Then at Old Dominion, Georgia State, and then Coastal Carolina at home. They get Coastal Carolina at the end of the year at home. So if they can run that table, they played their one non-power or FBS school. Mm-hmm. They beat an ACC team in Louisville and beat Coastal Carolina and App State, the two best teams in the mm-hmm. Sun Belt over the last five years. Right. And you're going to tell me, you're going to tell these kids when they get done that Coastal Carolina game that that's it? Sorry, sis. Yes. Great job, undefeated. But yes. you know what? Maybe next year. 
Yes, it sounds like <laughs> more like the NCAA. Yeah. I mean, to me, because there's like, oh, we're looking into it. Dude, this should have been taken care of. Yeah, just ago. go ahead and make make the decision. Make it happen, you know? Don't mm-hmm. wait and then make the decision. Just go ahead. And maybe that's what they're waiting for. Maybe if they get to that game, that they'll grant them a waiver. Right. Because I tell you what, if I'm the athletic director at James Madison, oh, I'm knocking on the NCAA's front door. Right. I ain't sending an email. I ain't writing a letter. I'm, it's one of the greatest things I saw in that We Are Marshall mm-hmm. when Matthew McConaughey was asking his athletic director there at Marshall that, they, hey, we want to play freshman. We want to play freshman because back then freshmen didn't play. Right. And he said, oh, I sent these letters and they keep rejecting it. He said, let me ask you a question. He said, when you proposed to your wife, did you do it in a letter? Mm. <laughs> you know? Right. And he's like, well, no. He's like, well, there you go. And then he traveled to the NCAA, mm-hmm. talked with the guy, and got the approval. Right. You know? So, I mean, if I was James Madison Athletic Director, that's what the hell I would be doing. If I was a Sunbelt Commissioner, mm-hmm. I would be doing the same thing because if we go to that New Year's Six, that's bowl revenue for our conference to right. get split up. Right. And we can claim that whole, you know, we was the group of five representation. Mm-hmm. So... We'll just have to see. NCAA for once do the right damn thing. <laughs> mm. So another game we got, now we're at our between the seven to eight o'clock games, is we have LSU at Florida. Big mm. rivalry game. Right. Storylines all over this one. Uh you have Brian Kelly, of course, coming from Notre Dame, taking over the LSU job, um, not really retaining a lot of the LSU guys, and one in particular, Corey Raymond, goes to Florida from LSU, played <laughs> at LSU, the Napier coach in Louisiana. Yeah. Right down the street, the K- Raising Cajuns. Yep, Lafayette. Yeah, so you have a lot of Louisiana flavor on that team as far as Florida, which rumors at one point was LSU was probably considering uh, or Napier was really wanted the LSU job, so there's mm-hmm. a storyline there. And, of course, it's just Florida LSU. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, just so, the history of that. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's some there's some storylines there. Um, although it just seems like, you know, LSU's actually worse than what they are, but they've won four games. That's true. I mean, you it are what your record like says you off are. off the rails, you know. Yeah, but that turns into, like, other schools that we talk about. Right. What Whenever you watch them, regardless of the record, right. it you walk away – and you can't put your finger on nothing. Right, but it was weird because it'd be you know? Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's they, it's I mean, weird they how they're playing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, considering, of course, this game here, you know, it was a, a team that they you know, obviously didn't seem like they were prepared for Tennessee, up-tempo offense, thing that nature, and what they were bringing. Maybe one of those things that just got caught in avalanche. There's some things going on within the program as far as players. I know one player, he, like... Mike Hart had a seizure also mm. at Friday night, uh, that Will Campbell. Um, so who knows how much that played into the psyche of the players. Yeah. But you can tell, of course, Tennessee was a better team. Oh, of course. course. But you would think they would have more fight, especially at home. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. <laughs> they said there was a lot of fans, Tennessee fans, right. at that game. Right. And a lot of LSU fans built early. On that game. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Does so in this week does Brian Kelly get it turned around like we said and actually decide to run the damn ball? 
I don't know. I don't know if if he's stuck on, you know, what he's trying to accomplish versus uh, let's make some adjustments now. I mean, you would think at least with that Tennessee game would give you some type of encouragement. Hey, we may want to do things a little different. Who knows? Because mm-hmm. the rest of the team, I mean, for the next few weeks, going to be SEC games. Oh, yeah. It's going to yep. be heavy hitters on your side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so. exactly. And it's a night game in the Swamp. Right. Which Swamp isn't the easy place to play at night either. No, no. And that's the thing. Um, with, with them being home with the fan base behind them, they really didn't respond. So will they respond now that, you know, they're on the other side, mm-hmm. being a visitor, you know, against a hostile crowd? So we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see how that it's plays hard out. To say. So you think Richardson will have a decent game in this game against LSU? I think LSU? he will. I think they're they're starting to work to his strengths, mm-hmm. not put too much on him. Because right now the run game's what's working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ETN is legit, yeah. Y'all. Yeah, dude's going to be an issue. He's going to be a problem for, for a few years. So yeah. um, right now I think they're leaving more on the run game, maybe run game and then implement some play action, some passes out of that. And I think he can probably, you know, hit some throws. Like you said, I mean, check downs. They don't have to always be yeah. the deep shots. But if you can hit the intermediate stuff, yeah. check downs. I think oh, yeah. Good. I mean, they got a lot of playmakers on that team. They yeah. do. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, it's a it's a, it's a, a conference game. So both teams well, oh, need yeah. this one to stay in the hunt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that this game right here, I mean, it's two, one of these true, like, elimination games. It yeah, because whoever loses is going to have three losses. Yep, and so. that's yeah. You can give up, you can give up hope on that. Right, you can. So, but yeah, I think it'd be a pretty good game too. Mm-hmm. I do very competitive, hard hitting game. Right. So another game we got on here that I spotlighted because oh hold on first off Shoot. um <laughs> we won't be able to play the Spencer Rattler sweepstakes this week. Ah, uh, he's on the bye. It's okay. It's yeah. Okay. But I mean, he'll be back next week. Yeah, he's he's done his justice up to this point. <laughs> he'll be back. Oh yeah, yeah he will. So all right, I just want to get that out of the way for all the fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, another game I highlight that I'm interested in because this is one of my surprise teams is Colorado State. One and four Colorado State mm. is hosting two and four Utah State. Right now, granted, they are a 11-point underdog. Mm-hmm. And, but, started to get moving in the right direction. Last yeah. week, beat Nevada, 17-14. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. We're starting to roll in the right direction. And that was his previously coached team, right? Yeah, so, yeah, they ended up beating his former team last week, Nevada. Yeah. So, I mean, made the right decision to get out of there. But, I think this is where they're going to start to turn it around. 11-point underdog at home, that's cool. Mm-hmm. We got a win underneath our belts. Mm-hmm. Going to knock off Utah State at home. Then mm-hmm. Hawaii comes to town. Uh, yeah. Winnable game. Winnable. At Boise, probably lose. Mm-hmm. At San Jose State, probably lose. Then Wyoming. Probably lose. No. It, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a battle. Huh? It, that's going to be a battle. It won't be an easy easy game. Yeah, that's a mini helmet game. Right. Yeah, With that is. Wyoming game, though, you're gonna, they're going to battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's going to yeah. be a good game. It right. is. At Air Force, they'll lose that one. And then New Mexico, they can win that one. So, really, they're looking at one, two, three, four. They'll be five and seven instead of right. six and six like I picked. Now, that Utah State team that you say that they'll probably lose to. Mm-hmm. This weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Beat that Air Force team that you say would probably beat. Man, you ain't lying. That Air Force team I thought was going to win the conference. Right. I don't know what the hell happened in that game. Right. But, yeah, they ended up beating Air Force last weekend, which was very, very interesting. Very interesting. So, I don't think this this, this Utah State is going to be just, you know. Mm-mm. No, they're not going to be no pushovers. Thing. But this, come on, Colorado State. Damn it. I got, <laughs> we're down four to one. <laughs> Halfway through the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got seven games left to make this up. Right. <laughs> but, hey, the one thing, I don't know. FSU might not gain ground, though. On Mike Norvell might not gain any ground on Jay Norvell this weekend, though. Uh, well, maybe not this weekend. Because Mike Norvell has Clemson, which is our next game that we're going to talk about. Right, but he's got some games that's, you know, he can, it's winnable for him. Now, here's another one. This is another one. Like I said, number four, Clemson comes to FSU this weekend. Right. When I first looked at this, when they put the point spreads up around Sunday mm-hmm. after the AP poll came out, mm-hmm. Clemson started off as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. It's now down to three-and-a-half. Right. Why? I don't know if people are just saying storylines. Uh, I haven't heard of any injuries or anything outside of the injuries FSU had. Yeah. Now, their run game definitely took a hit. Of course, you know the offensive line took a hit. Um, with an injury, um, they were already down defensive tackles. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what they're thinking as far as Clemson. Maybe they think they're going to start slow. Mm-hmm. They got a legitimate defense that's going to hold Florida State in check. Yeah. And um, they started slow against Boston College last week. And right. that DJU has been known to start slow. Right. Right. So maybe maybe they're considering that, and you know Florida State having their backs against the wall. Yeah. At home. At home, but I tell you what, I tell you what, well, it may have lost a little bit of its luster because they did play last year oh, at Clemson. Oh, yeah. But that game was this canceled. This is the first time Clemson came back right. since the COVID year. Right, and that game was canceled yeah. when they've driven. Oh, yeah, here. they flew, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then it cost them a lot. And then Dabo was kind of pissed about that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. who knows if some of that's lost its luster or not? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, well, they didn't play last I guess year. they haven't been here. They haven't been here. In like four or five years now. Yeah, they hadn't been that here. Year they, they didn't come. Well, right. they came, but they right. didn't play. They didn't, yeah, it was canceled yeah. Right before kickoff. They're like, yeah, nah, we're good with that. We're going to play. Right. <laughs> Coach, you see them walk through the hallway? No, nah, I'm good on that. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's a lot to, to consider, although that DJU maybe not be playing the best. But, I mean, it was an FSU defense, dude, that couldn't overcome or a team not just the defense yeah. a team that couldn't overcome a team that lost his quarterback with a backup quarterback that wasn't tempting passes yeah that was a that was a horrible ending to that game it's horrible play calling on the offense i think right. Cause like we said they had all those three and outs and everything else mm-hmm. so i don't know but yeah like i said i don't know maybe those people in the desert know something that we don't or some, maybe something's coming through the pipe that's going to start happening that we know. ain't heard of yet. Yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll get up for this one, but, you know, mm-hmm. this is probably, uh, I would say, the, probably the best defense they've faced this year. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, now, as far as team, I mean, I wouldn't say the best offense. I would probably say Wake Forest on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wake Forest has a way better mm-hmm. offense than Clemson. Of course. But, there I mean, there's know. opportunities for, you know, for both teams, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and this is pretty much, I mean, if Clemson and Syracuse win this game, then it pretty much sets up the de facto division championship game next week with Clemson and Syracuse. Right. And Clemson can pretty much clinch the division at that point. 
Right. Yep. They've already beat NC State. They've already beat Wake Forest. Now they beat FSU. Mm-hmm. And if they beat Syracuse, that's it. Pretty much. Yeah, and they beat Boston <laughs> College already. Well, I mean, Boston But I'm College saying this is a division well, game. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, just yeah. kind of counting the teams that yeah. are in the, in the division on that side. So they they would definitely win that division. Yeah. And we'll be hoping teams from the, pot, the other division will probably give Clemson a, a loss or two. Yeah. Now, it would affect them because Wake Forest has one loss. Um. Yes, Wake Forest has lost once. Yeah. So if they can lose this, if they lose this game and possibly another, drop they would another, have to lose another. Yeah. Right. But then Florida State still would be behind Wake they, Forest. They so. got two losses. Right. And they do. So the team that would benefit would be Wake Forest. Yeah. So even beating Clemson, there's still a game or two games behind NC State and Wake Forest. Right. And then yeah, you got the Boston College game. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that's been odd that I've been watching this point spread be cut in half in like two days. Right. That right. is. That just it blows my mind. Yeah. But you gotta consider Vegas too. They like play with numbers. That's true. Yeah. If all the money starts going to one side, they shorten it up and try to swing the money the other way. There you go. The house ain't never gonna lose in that sense. No. <laughs> they might not be right every time, but they damn sure ain't gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> Another exciting one that we got. Well, I don't even know if we can call this one exciting because of injuries. And before we get into it, what is it with all the quarterbacks getting hurt? Oh man, think about it. Yeah. Louisville, Texas, Oklahoma, Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, freak. Some of it freak, but some of it similar. Yeah, shoulders and yeah, Bryce Young. I mean Alabama. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. So many quarterbacks are getting hurt this year. Right, maybe they need to start touching them in practice because they don't get touched. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah. they need to start roughing them up a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> this one, I thought if Levis, which I haven't heard if he'll play or not this week, because nobody knows because nobody wants to tip their cap any which way or whatever. Right. So, I mean, if Levis was playing, I think this game against Mississippi State would be a really good game. Right. I do because Mississippi State, 5 and 1, 16 in the country, Kentucky, mm-hmm. 4 and 2, mm-hmm. 22 in the country. And it, too, six-and-a-half-point spread. Mississippi State's the favorite, which I can see because of that offense because it's clicking. It's really, really clicking right now. So Yeah, it's probably the most, man, that I've seen like quarterbacks go down. Yeah. It's all over the country. All over the country. It is. Yeah. Usually it's like one school, like Maryland that year. Yeah. Yeah, like they Three lost all four. four quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, damn, something's going on over yeah. there. But we finally figured out what happened to the quarterback situation there yeah. out there while DJ Durkin was there at Maryland. So, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I think it'll be a pretty interesting game. I, I think Mississippi State, I think they're rolling. I think Mike mm-hmm. Leach is rolling. Mm-hmm. I think that's a team that Alabama needs to look out for because depending on how much this game takes out of them, mm-hmm. they get Mississippi State the next week. Mm. So, I mean, you want to talk about, ooh, and them DBs about to get work. Oh, yeah, yeah. They are. I mean, the, <laughs> the guys that wasn't getting work going to get some work. Mm-hmm. So, they'll be rotating a lot of guys in there. So, yeah. It's just Tennessee's got to do their thing, get the ball out of Hooker's hand. But if they get their hands on him. Yeah, that too. Yeah. You know. Same thing against Mississippi State. It is. That Will Rogers having a great year. Oh, yeah. Great, great year. Definitely. This is what, like his fourth year in the system? Yep. It is, and mm-hmm. he you can tell. He set an SEC record for most completions. Right. He did last week. 
So that ought to be a really interesting game. Mm-hmm. Another good one we got here, Taz, that has importance to me and you, is Nebraska at Purdue. That's it. Those were our two surprise teams. Yeah. Two of them. Yep. You have Nebraska division. I got mm-hmm. Purdue as the division. And the winner sets himself up to be tied with Illinois. Right. So this is this is big. I mean, Nebraska's been surprising. Yeah. After yeah. Firing their coach. Fire their coach and win games. Just like Georgia Tech. Yeah. I coach win games. There's been a few teams that fired the coach. Maybe that's why they fire him during the year. Yeah. Fire <laughs> coach win games. Yeah. That's something. Maybe Wisconsin win this week. Yep. You never know. Never know. <laughs> All right, another game we got, too, around that time. And this I thought was going to be a bigger game, but Utah had that showing against UCLA last week. Right. It was horrible. Right. Yeah. But number seven, USC, goes to number 20, Utah. I think it's pretty much a strength against strength. But yeah. the thing I worry about is Utah's defense, they couldn't stop UCLA. Mm-mm. If you can't stop them. And, and you know, they contained them. But then we'll give it one big play. Boom. Yeah. So, you know, but this is this is something here, too. I, you know, I don't know. Haven't been there, so I can't say how much is in play, but I heard <laughs> about it. But uh, being in Utah, the altitude. Yeah, that is true. And it's a night game at Utah. I guess that, well, that cold front's coming through. Right. I don't know how far west that goes, but right. people in the Midwest and on the East Coast are right. going to get and nice USC's, little cool they've, they've had their, you know, their slumps. Yeah. You would think, you know, because you just expect them with all talent they have to constantly. Oh, play. yeah, just keep winning. Yeah, but there's some times that they, they just kind of fade away there on offense a little bit. And mm-hmm. you probably can keep a team or two in, you know, in the game. But it's one of those games, if USC, you don't bring your game, this team can't beat you. Oh, yeah, that is 100% <laughs> you know? true. And Utah's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this yeah. team can't beat you. Mm-hmm. That reasoning or rising or however you say that, yeah. yeah, that kid right there can play. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he just took a he took a major hit when he lost his top tight end. Yeah, I think that yeah. really really hurt him. Yeah, and and last year, the previous year, they hadn't been able to replace their top receiver Mm-mm. either. So they're just trying to be, you know figure out some playmakers or whatever. But yeah, he's a he's a real good quarterback, dude. Oh yeah, but can Caleb Williams keep it going? 14 touchdowns, one pick. Yeah, you you would think so. I mean, you know, with, like I said, the guys around him, he shouldn't have to do too much. No. You know, just get the guys the ball. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing we was talking about, too. You know, USC's defense, yeah, granted, they're not lockdown mm-hmm. defenders or whatever, but mm-hmm. like we said, they take advantage of right. opportunities. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, they're leading college football in turnover margin. Right. Enforcing turnovers and points off of turnovers. Right. So not only are they getting the ball back, but then as you give it to a high power offense like this, then they're going to go down there and they're going to put points on the board. Right. So I think the biggest thing for Utah is don't turn the ball over. Don't turn it over and don't blink. Right. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. You you got to bring bring your A game. But like I said, I, they, they had the opportunities and and moments in that UCLA game. Mm-hmm. It's just that they, they gave us some chunk plays and it hurt them. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. I mean, what if you're defending against USC, what do you take away? You say, all right, we're going to stop the pass. Well, we got Travis die. Right. And, I mean, he's 571 yards and six touchdowns. More right. than capable of carrying well, you just, the load. You just have to, uh, as far as a D coordinator, because, I mean, there's there, there a few games that USC struggled. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you know, they offense, have. Yeah. You kind of move the ball. So you just, you know, you, you have to be multiple on your defenses and you got to call an awesome game to kind of keep them off balance. Yeah. You know, so I think that's that's the key there. Along with, you probably need some help from them. Oh, of course. Self-inflicted wounds to mm-hmm. kind of keep you close. So. Yep. That is so true. And that's the thing, too. I think Oregon State's a very overlooked team, mm-hmm. and they probably have the best secondary in the Pac-12. If not, probably top five, top ten in the country. Mm-hmm. That, but nobody pays attention to them or anything. Like even t- or Saturday, mm-hmm. they play Washington State at nine o'clock, but it's on the Pac-12 network where twelve people can watch it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, but as, they got a really good secondary, and they was able to slow USC down. Mm-hmm. But I think USC starting to get it back focused. They look really good against Washington State. And their defense shut them down the last three quarters. So, I mean, maybe they're another one of those teams that's starting to figure it out and get it turned around and keep get going, rolling straight and trying to get to the playoff. Because, right. one, USC can somewhat afford to lose. Utah can't. They, they can't. This weekend, Utah can be eliminated from any kind of talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. that UCLA was a... That was a second loss. Yeah, but it was a conference loss. Yeah, that too. So... And this year it's top two teams in the conference. Right. It ain't divisions. Right. So I mean it's gonna be really, really interesting. And mm-hmm. Utah can and maybe that might be what pushes them over the edge because they know our backs are up against the wall. We can right. we I lose mean, this game. Got, Everything's done. Last year they started slow. Yeah. Yeah, they started slow but they finished strong. So mm-hmm. it's the second loss. So yeah. <laughs> yep. So they got to be really careful this week. Mm-hmm. They do. And USC better be on guard and not think that they're just going to roll over for them because they're right. USC. Right. They are the defending Pac-12 champions. Mm-hmm. So, all right. And the last game we got here was very interesting for me. I love this basketball matchup, but it's actually going to be a good football game. Right. North Carolina at Duke for the victory bell. Yeah. Yeah. It's Duke came a little short last week. but Yeah. Overall, they've been playing solid ball. Four and two. Um, Carolina, been playing good ball. They tend to let teams hang around. Yeah, or uh, they wait till they fall behind and right. they decide to start scoring. Right. <laughs> and this is a big division game because right now Carolina's 2-0 and in the division. And um, Georgia Tech's 2-1, and Duke's 1-1, and and Pitt's 1-1. Right. So, Virginia Tech has two losses. Miami's 0-1, and, and Virginia has three. So, you can pretty much cash them out. Right. So, this is a very important division game mm-hmm. for both teams. And Carolina don't play defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like I said, last week they made enough plays to win the game on the defensive side. They did, man. Uh-huh. They took advantage of mistakes, made some big stops, mm-hmm. forced some turnovers. They did. Right. So, I mean, they... They made the stops that they needed to. And it, it like I said in the last episode, it aggravated me because they kept calling them Miami miscues. Mm. Where did Miami mess up? Right. Not where did Carolina make the play? Right. You know, I guess you can be okay with that if, you know, you haven't been able to stop anybody. Mm-hmm. And people assume that it's them making a mistake than you making a play. And right. I just think that was, I think that was bad for them to do for North Carolina. Right. So who you got in that one, Taz? Mm. There was a moment there where uh, Duke was kind of moving along. Defense was pretty solid. But it's week to week, man. 
I mean, these guys lose to Georgia Tech, which may not be a bad thing because Georgia Tech got no, new life. Tech, yeah, new life. Like I said, they're two and one in the yeah, division. They got they got new life over there, but you know, Carolina teams just hang. Let teams hang around. But I think I, I would go with Carolina's offense yeah. um, over Duke defense. Uh-huh. But there again, <laughs> we're talking North Carolina. There's a guy walking around behind Mac Brown with a book, an analytic book. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. It, it, I don't get that. I make, mean, hey, they are playing at Cameron Indoor. Or, right. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> Wallace Way Stadium. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be jumping around. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad they finally got rid of the track that was around their right. football field. Oh, my goodness. You're going to talk about junior high. Right. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, they, both of these teams need to show improvement, but they both have done some things solid. So. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, Duke, their defense, I mean, mm-hmm. only giving up 19.7 points a game now. Mm-hmm. I mean, their head coach has done a really great job. And Carolina giving up 32. Good thing for Carolina, Duke only averages 32 and a half. Mm. So they'll hit their average and they're good. Right. Just Carolina has to score 42. Right. <laughs> like right. they average. Right. <laughs> so I think that game, it'll be close early. Mm-hmm. And I, I just see Carolina firepower. Too much for Duke. Yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a good good push. I mean, I mean, Miami was able to get some pressure on Drake yeah. May. Mm-hmm. You know, so. yeah, and for Drake May and the two turnovers, right? So yeah, Duke can kind of do something similar. Yeah, force some turnovers, mm-hmm. keep it close, run the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, the prototypical <laughs> football stuff. Right. It's easy, way easier said than done. Right. So. Well, all right, everybody. That's all the games we got to look forward to for week seven. Sorry if we missed your game. We're going to try to do a little better the next time like we do every week. And like I said, it's Shake Up Saturday. It is. Wake up early. Be ready. Stay up late. Watch the games. Like Mm -hmm. I said, six ranked versus ranked games. The top 25 this Sunday will not look like it it did on Saturday. Mm. So, well, Taz, you got anything for the people before we go? No. Hey, man, just... um just soak this up, man. This season's moving, moving fast. Really fast. You know, from week to week. Teams right now are just jockeying for position. <laughs> it, it, it's it's kind of hard to say, and it's kind of hard to explain. But, I mean, the injury's definitely playing a part of, you know, some of these teams. So, I'm uh, just trying to stay healthy for a lot of teams. But uh, we're just going to continue to enjoy it. Yep, it's battle of nutrition. Right, week seven. Week seven this week. Yep. Yeah. Going by fast, y'all. We don't have much time left. So enjoy it. Enjoy every minute of it. Don't take it for granted. Don't say, I'm not going to watch this game because I don't. Nope. Watch it. If it's on, watch it. We got football Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week, y'all. So plenty of games, a lot of games. Please don't miss any of them. All right, everybody. Well, I think that's going to wrap up another episode of College Football Sunday. That's our week seven recap. And we'll see y'all on Sunday when we go ahead and talk back and see what we was we got right and see what we got wrong. Shoot. All right, everybody. Peace.